0: You're all about your San Francisco 49ers And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more and more. Welcome to the 415 Hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy
1: What is going on everyone? Welcome back into another episode of the 415ers podcast Evan Giddings, Mark Grandy with you as always Odyssey Sports Podcast Network three times a week Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with 95.7 The Game Mark, my man, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing well, Evan. Maybe not as well as uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is today. I mean, he's still got a, a well, foot injury. Well, but the good news for Jimmy Garoppolo is it's not season-ending. Potentially, he doesn't need surgery. So, in a bad week for Jimmy Garoppolo, he's he's uh, he's feeling much better, and I'm feeling pretty good as well, Evan. How are you?
1: I'm doing pretty good. I know. Look, there's a lot going on in the Bay Area sports scene right now. Uh, <laughs> the appearance of an Aaron Judge signing, all for naught. And as, as well as some Warriors news, they're kind of taking some ups and downs. But right now, the 49ers are, are also in that like wait and see kind of, yeah. uh, you know, I guess, situation or scenario right now, because you're, you're riding high off of Brock Purdy's first unofficial, I guess, win uh, technically goes to Jimmy Garoppolo. True. But Jimmy Garoppolo arguably got a bigger victory this week when he found out that he did not have to have foot surgery. Uh, The fear, of course, was it was a loose Frank injury, which would have held him out for the entirety of the season. Now, with that seven to eight week window, Mark, as you tweeted out earlier, it means he would not. Jimmy Garoppolo, that being would not be available for the rest of the regular season, but could potentially return in i think it's like the last week of january right that would be the the timing of that seventh week which would come out to be about the divisional round or the conference championship so that's what everyone is is kind of talking about right now like well first obviously you got to get there but i mean how how did you take it when you heard the news aside from hey i'm happy for jimmy because at least he's not gonna have to get surgery
2: Yeah, I think that was my first thought. Well, first of all, you you hear, you know, doesn't need surgery or anything. All right, what's the time frame? And then you you see seven to eight weeks, you bring out your calendar app on your iPhone and, and you kind of, you know, count the number of weeks and figure out when he might be coming back. And you see, as you mentioned, seven weeks, basically exactly from when he got injured on Sunday of this past week is the final day of the divisional round the divisional rounds you, you play on Saturday and on Sunday throughout the entire NFL. Obviously, you know, a single team isn't playing on both those days, but there's, there's a chance that you could be playing on a Saturday as opposed to a Sunday. So seven weeks basically puts him right at the divisional round. The Niners very likely will not be the one seed, which means they will have to play and win a wild card game to get to the divisional round for a chance that Jimmy Garoppolo could play. But again, seven to eight weeks, that seven-week number is, is probably looking on the optimistic side of things. And even then, it's relatively unlikely, at least right now, that he would be ready to play in a divisional round game. So that means, let's just assume he's unavailable for a hypothetical divisional round game. That means maybe his first game available would be an NFC championship game which is a week after that, which would put him eight weeks out from the injury. Okay, let's think about that. If the Niners were to get to the NFC Championship game, they would need to win two playoff games, a wild card round and a divisional round to get to the NFC Championship game. Who is the starting quarterback in those games? Brock Purdy. Is Brock Purdy playing well enough? We're assuming. Most likely. Things can change. Things have changed a lot this season. Most likely Brock Purdy. If you win those games, logic would suggest Brock Purdy played well enough to help you win. At least he didn't cost you wins in those games. Let's say Jimmy Garoppolo is ready to go. NFC Championship game on the road against the Philadelphia Eagles. Brock Purdy is coming off two wins. Do you even start Jimmy Garoppolo at that point? I mean, that's where my mind went to. This is fantastic news. We talked a lot the last couple of episodes, or last episode, how how bad we feel for Jimmy Garoppolo. His career, it seemed like, had finally kind of been turning. He'd been changing the narrative around his career with his last six games, Evan. So you're you're extremely happy for him that he avoided a major, major injury. But in my mind, this doesn't change all that much for the 49ers because if they get to a point where he is available and ready to play, do they even make that change at that point considering getting that far probably means the team as constructed without Jimmy Garoppolo is pl- is playing pretty good football?
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Look, I-, I think that there's obviously a lot of what-ifs surrounding this scenario, but I also know that if, let's say, everything goes according to plan and Jimmy Garoppolo gets cleared essentially for that division championship round scenario i okay so jimmy garoppolo is does not have the greatest track record in the playoffs this is understood uh we don't know what brock purdy is or is not we've seen him play one good game serviceable game against a good opponent I don't want to dismiss the Miami Dolphins. I I don't think they're as good as maybe other people do, but I think they're pretty good. Brock Purdy, if he helps you get a playoff win or two, some might say, well, ride the hot hand. Like he deserves to have the chance to win or, you know, lose the season. Uh, To me, Mark, this may sound asinine to people. This may sound stupid to both Jimmy Garoppolo, haters, as well as. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo fans, but Uh-oh. if there is a chance for him to play in the conference championship and he is a hundred percent cleared to me, there is a no brain decision, no brainer decision that you go to Jimmy Garoppolo
2: in that game. I don't know about that. I mean, I, and so the reason there's...
1: being when you're in the playoffs and if you're going on the road, which Brock Purdy would probably have to do once, if if this whole hypothetical plays out. To me, the one thing that you cannot account for is experience, and I'm sorry. I I know there might be physical limitations for Jimmy Garoppolo, so that's all even. Uh, it obviously depends on how Brock Purdy plays the rest of this season. You know, I I hope he does well. I don't personally. History is not on his side. But for a rookie quarterback to lead you to a Super Bowl, a third-string quarterback to lead you to a Super Bowl, a seventh-round pick to lead you to a Super Bowl, that generally does not happen. And the reason being because there's no experience. There's there's no way that you can be in that scenario just by de facto of being in that scenario. Like I'm sorry, I would go to Jimmy Garoppolo.
2: I understand your point. However, I, I disagree. I mean, not necessarily. I, I think obviously I'll, this whole conversation depends on the context of the situation. And we're trying to, you know, handicap this eight weeks out. And we just frankly have, have really no clue how this situation is going to play out. Let's say, for example, that the 49ers somehow barely survive. Say they, they get the Giants in the wild card round. And they barely survive against the Giants. Brock Purdy throws two interceptions. One of them goes for a pick six. He also loses a fumble. It's a a fantastic Niner defensive performance. Maybe the defense scores a touchdown as well. And they eke out a win despite Brock Purdy's terrible play. Similar story potentially in a divisional round. Or maybe you push Jimmy to, to come back in that divisional round. Obviously, in a situation like that, the conversation changes. But let's say Brock Purdy is serviceable, doesn't turn the ball over, but, you know, isn't throwing for 300 yards and three touchdowns. Say he throws for 195 yards, one touchdown, doesn't turn the ball over, Niners win by seven points. Is, I get what point is his performance good enough to where you feel comfortable with him moving forward? Because the other part of this conversation is, sure, Jimmy's cleared. The doctors say he's ready for football once again. He can practice, he can get ready for games, he can play in games. But do you remember the conversation early this year around Jimmy Garoppolo after that loss week three in Denver? You know, uh, it, it it's going to take me some time to kind of get back into the, you know, get back into the offense to get used to things once again. I know we had those Kind of infamous comments now after week two, saying, "Oh, it's like riding a bike." But then just a week later, he kind of went back on his word there and said it takes time to get used to things once again. Definitely. Are you going? Are you going to trust a quarterback who you know had had already said it, it takes a little bit to get used to things once again after not playing at all for two months? Like that is also a factor here. It's it's not just ability. And are you physically able to go out and play in a football game again? But it's also, are you rusty and are you as sharp as you need to be to make you potentially better than a rookie in Brock Purdy? That's also part of the conversation.
1: I'm glad you brought that up, Mark, because I think that's the first place a lot of people's mind go is, well, hey, he he clearly wasn't ready at the beginning of the season, right? Yeah. But that also is, in my mind, different. A different situation because that's fair. Number one, he is coming off of sh- of shoulder surgery, which he admitted shortened his off season. Did not have a chance to practice. Did not get a full training camp. So the first month of the season, despite what he looked like against the Seattle Seahawks, was essentially his training camp. He also mentioned Kyle Shanahan's playbook being a little bit different than before. Now I know it, you know, it's all the same. But to me, the experience part, I'm not worried about or him getting revved up. And back into the flow of things, I think there's naturally going to be some rust, but I'm not worried about him reverting back to, to Denver based off of, again, the amount of of things that he had to overcome this offseason and the beginning of the season, heading. I mean, he wasn't he didn't know he was going to be a 49er until after the preseason had ended. So he wasn't practicing regularly with the team as he's been. And also, I'm assuming, this is an assumption, but I'm assuming that if he is cleared 100% to play, he will have had at least a week's worth of practice being back with the first team. And that, to me, is where hopefully that rust can fade away. Rust, not rust, rust can fade away. (laughs) Um, Although Wilson's done that this season. But that's to me why... (laughs) He's all the way gone. That's to me why I would be less worried about, I guess, what you're talking about there and the sort of, you know, ramping up to getting back to playing than some people would assume.
2: Yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting situation because uh, there's so many, so many different factors that you have to consider in a moment like this. And again, uh, you know, the the situation that we're discussing now, I mean, there's a, there's a good chance. It's entirely different when the time comes. And even if the time comes, I mean, there's a very good chance that, a Brock Purdy-led 49er team even at home in a playoff game against, say, a team like the Giants to continue with that hypothetical, they could lose that game. I mean, who knows? Maybe they fall apart here at the end of the regular season. Maybe this you know, three-quarter performance by Brock Purdy is, is the best he'll ever look in a 49er uniform. And maybe they don't even win the division. Who knows? There's still a lot of things that can happen at this point. Um, but ultimately uh, we're in agreement on this. It was fantastic news for the 49ers that they got on Tuesday about Jimmy Garoppolo, because what your original thought was once he went down with the injury and you could kind of hear it in the way everyone spoke after the win against the Dolphins on Sunday. I mean, Kyle Shanahan, just emotional. Once again, we, we heard him the same way when Trey Lance went down, we've heard him a lot when he's, He's lost a number of key players. I mean, Christian McCaffrey, who's been in the locker room for, what, a little more than a month now, talking about, you know, I haven't been around very often, but I love Jimmy Garoppolo. And he even credited Brock Purdy's success to Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, there's it's, it's very, very clear how beaten down this 49er locker room felt and and we kind of talked about the, the dueling emotions, feeling great about a big win against Miami, but also feeling terrible for your your fallen brother, Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, there's no doubt that this news, whether or not Jimmy Garoppolo plays another down for the 49ers this year, and we can leave next year, you know, later. Don't need to, don't need to worry about that now. Whether or not Jimmy Garoppolo plays again for the 49ers this season, Evan for me it's not even that important because i think this news that there's a chance he come back he can come back that it's not a season ending injury that it's not going to be something that costs him any part of next season it's fantastic for the 49 er locker room because it is so incredibly clear how much they love this guy just this news alone even if he does not come back out onto the field i think is enough to to boost the spirits of the 49ers locker room and that alone could be enough to help them play better down the rest of the
0: season. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.